Hey, what's going on? Welcome along to episode 74 of the Strategy and Conversions podcast. And Jeremy Michael Joseph, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. Mark Tanner. Hi, everyone. Now, Hi. Mark, you've been out gardening and <laughs> taking advantage of the whole kind of sunshine and stuff like that. You were telling me a story, and I was just like, we, we need to add this into the, the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. There's many different things going on um, yeah. around that story. Um, but just to, you know, as, as always, mate, just to kind of run through 74. Like I know, so, you know. Is again, I was talking to someone the other day, and I said, "Oh yeah, episode seventy three is out," and they're just, oh, "I didn't know you had a podcast and stuff like that." Yeah, and and I, was, I just said, "Look, so just just go and listen to the the recent episode." I said, mm-hmm. and then just "Go back and then just go go through them, and pick whichever one you want to listen to." You know, I said, "You can, you know, I think if people go and listen to all of them, they, they they've got like a good." I mean, how, how many even? Uh, yeah, it was that like two days worth of three days. Worth of podcast, you know? Yeah, so yeah. you know, lots of stuff there. But what what I would say, um, just before we get into it, is for our listeners, look, if there is anything that you want us to discuss on the podcast, yeah. different topics that you want us to raise, anything that will help you, look, just get in touch with us. You can email us uh, strategy uh, support at strategyconversions.com. Um, go off to someone on like Instagram, strategy and conversions. Give the page a, a follow. And obviously, you could just DM us on there as well. It's really easy. Um, but yeah, let us know what topics, you know. I mean, I think mm-hmm. myself and Mark can we've probably got a good hundred more episodes in us quite easy to, to run. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. You know? But because, again, more, more and more listeners, I think it's like 38 different countries now and stuff like that, that there's going to be different things in different countries, people with different levels. But let us know if there's something that we're missing, you know, that you want to know more about, if there's something that we you know have spoken about before and you're like let's let's get into that a bit deeper you know mm. let's know and, and we can get through all of that as well and look like i said give the page a follow but wherever you go give give us a like give us a follow give us a subscribe and share this out to whoever you think could uh, benefit from it yeah yeah definitely it was a lot of there's we put out a lot of uh i mean obviously there's a lot of content on here but we put a lot of gems sometimes we don't realize just how much we do but when you listen back at it um, which I do from time to time. You suddenly think, "Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. That was a good point in there." So yeah, there's a lot of there is. I know we're blowing our own trumpets a little bit, but yeah. we've got a lot of experience between us. So there's a lot of uh, good stuff out there, which helps to help some people to if you listen to it to maybe avoid some mistakes and errors that possibly you could. Do you know what? And that's interesting. We were talking about this, weren't we, about coaching? And last weekend, I wish I'd had a pallet building coach because <laughs> i i made so many errors and so many mess ups on the whole thing so yeah i think it's it's interesting we were talking about successful people last we were talking about the last one but how successful people have coaches for everything and so last week well a few weekends on the go actually i've been building i've been building uh, raised planters out of pallets um and i, I obviously had youtube and i was looking at youtube and i had some advice from the garden center and stuff but it would have been great to have a coach there and say, right, what do you think you need to do next? And um, and like, because I, I I made so many errors. I've, I've completed one pallet. I all the wood just splintered up and fell out because of me being too heavy-handed. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, just get it done, smash it to yeah. bits. But that, but that, that, that kind of thing of being too heavy-handed or trying to rush the process. I mean, mm-hmm. for one, that's going to bring us nicely on to this episode. But for two... Yeah. You know that that is is what a lot of people do, don't they? Where they, they get an idea and they're just like, right, a thousand miles an hour, let's go and smash it. Yeah, like yeah. you said, so, sometimes knowing the steps is, is is one thing, 
but knowing what to do when things go wrong, you know, yeah. or, or knowing when a mistake has come up that you should avoid, or even where to spend a bit of extra time. That all comes with experience, it all comes with knowledge. And that's what, you know, someone who's been that, down that path before can, can can obviously, you know, tell you then what is the the, the best kind of move forward. You know, I'm thinking that when talking then, I was just like, what was that? Um, what was that Netflix series with uh the, the games and, and stuff like that? Um where is that the the, the, the games? Oh, with, oh god, uh, but squid, I forgot with games with games, right? Yeah, that's there's, right. Yeah. There's part yeah. of that where they have to jump across a bridge and that, right? And they have to go through different platforms and if they land on the wrong one, it, it drops down. Right. Yeah. So what the people do, they start following the people that have made the successful route, right? And that's all it is. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's it made, you don't you don't make the mistakes and stuff like that that people have made before you. Um, but yeah, look, maybe let's get into it then. So obviously, look, you were telling me, you know, about your kind of gardening, about your palette building, everything like that. And it was just your experience then of, you know, going to a garden center is what yeah. you for the chat. And we were just like, look, there's so many different levels here. Let's, you know, talk yeah. about podcast now. So, so, so the, the background, the background to all this is that I'm absolutely useless at, or I was, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at carpentry now. But I'm not a carpenter. I have no. I, I love to work with wood. I love just the feel of it and the smell of it and all the rest of it. But I haven't got any. I haven't got the proper tools. I know that I haven't even got a workshop because I've only got a small little place really. So I don't have a decent workshop. So I do all my gardening in the summer outside on the garden path <laughs> with a little with a little plastic workbench. Um, so I yeah, I'm a, I'm a real novice. So um, I we, we've got this big pond that I dug out. Um, about oh, I don't know about four years ago now, and we've now got grand grandchildren coming around the house who start to walk. So the last thing you want to do is is for them to take a dive into the pond. So um, so instead of putting a, and it's a really odd shaped pond. Um, so instead of trying to build a little fence around it, which is going to be a nightmare because the ground is so stony around here, that we decided to build. Or yeah, we decided to build raised planters. Um, so the little animals like frogs and stuff can dug and we've got loads of frogs. Um, but their kid, the kids and dogs can't get, get over the planters into the pond. So that's, that's the background. So I be and, and, but I'm also, I also love growing trees as you know, I love growing trees and plants from seed and I have lots of these little pots where a tree grows and then I put them into bigger pots. And these are called, um, what I call, they're called growing pots, which sounds a bit strange, but they're, that's what they are, but they're really flimsy rubbish pots. You don't, they're not for show. They're just the little black pots you put things in. So that's why I started. So I've been going to, I normally had a garden centre I went to. I've been going to for about four, four or five years, really. And they're, they're all right. You know, they've got a lot of stuff. Sometimes they don't have stuff. Uh, but they there's a couple of people there who know what they're doing. But it's 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 a typical big garden centre, just like every, every like run-of-the-mill garden centre, you know, that you go to. Nothing stands out particularly. And I went this particular um, I don't know, a few Saturdays back and asked them, did they have any growing pots? And they, because I know they use them, all their plants are in them. And he said, well, we use them, but we don't sell them. And I thought, oh, okay, odd. And I said, well, where can I get them? Oh, he, ooh, he scratches the, you know, kind of like a plumber's reply, oh, you know. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and said, I don't know if you'll get me. He said, maybe on the internet. But, and then he, it, and then he kind of lost interest and was serving the next guy. And I thought, all right, okay. And I thought, well, he said the one up the hill may may have them. He says worth a try. And I've never been there. It's the closest one to our house, and I've never been up there. And I thought, oh yeah, I give it a go. So I 
I drove into it and it has a massive long drive. So the garden centre isn't on the road like the rest of them. It's kind of way back. And um, so I went up this and I saw this car park and parked into this quite dusty car park and everything. And there's hardly any cars there. And I thought, mm, this isn't going to be brilliant. And then and as I got out of the car, I saw these stacks of pallets. And I'm thinking, oh, hang on, now pallets, you know, planters. That was going on in my head as well. Um, and I thought, well, you might be able to, I might be able to get some. So anyway, I went in there for the... Um, for the growing pots and um, and i didn't even talk to them i just walked in they were quite busy even even though i didn't see many cars there lots of people there and i just went and looked right, uh, and you go into this kind of really small little cabin shop and you think there's nothing here but then you walk through that and all of a sudden you have this quite massive massive yard of of, of a covered yard of stuff with trees plants everything you can think of that a standard garden center would have and then everything you could even possibly think of that all these little weird, weird, wonderful things, trellises and all this kind of stuff that that I'd never seen before, they were all, all there as well. Um, and for the first impression, you think, hang on, the car park's empty. This must cost them a fortune. They can't be making much money at this. But I was I was wrong because the, it, it's, it's really packed in there. But anyway, I went to this place. And I found planters. I found every kind of plant growing pot I could think of in different sizes. And I thought, oh, okay, so... That saves me a job on the internet, so I just I, I picked them up and I uh, uh, and I went to the went to the counter, and I was in you know in a queue in the counter, but it was really quick. They were serving them really quick, and he was having a chat with people all the all the time. And then the 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 lady came in, who I later found out was the sister. She was having a chat with people and seeing what they were doing, and really yeah, you know, really, and yet they were still getting people through the queue. There wasn't sort of delay, and he came to me. He came and I had these. Plant. He said, oh, I haven't seen you before. Um, and um, he said, yeah, it's the first time I've been here. I said, yeah, it is actually. And I explained it. And then he said, so what are you growing? I said, you've got just, uh, he said, these are just plant, you know, growing pots. I said, yeah, yeah, I'm growing trees. And I've got some little, um, 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 what they call them, whips. So there's willow and hazel whips, which are like, you know, so, so tall, you know, about a foot, foot and a half high. To go from one pot to another pot and then bring them on to eventually go to the ground and he was really interested about it and he's talking about it and really chatting about it the things that i had to look out for and what kind of soil they liked I thought, oh, brilliant okay um and then just as i was i paid for him just as i was going um i suddenly thought oh those pallets outside and he said yeah i said um can i how much are they he said oh you can have them and he said if as many as you can take he said, just be careful of the ones that have this stamp on it. Make sure. He... I said, I told him what. Was... He said, what do you want them for? I said, I was going to build a plant. He said, right, you want the ones with this mark on them and not that one because that this mark means that they're heated in a way that isn't any kind of chemical residue. But if you have these other ones, they won't be any good for planters. And I thought, well, didn't even know that. And he told me all about the different types of pallets. And I thought, wow, I didn't know that was such a thing, you know. <laughs> and, um, and I said, well, I can't pick it up now because... I had a still a baby seat in the back car for in the back of the car for the grandchildren. Um, but I thought I'll come back and do that anyway. So cut a long story short, came back. They were brilliant. He showed me. He helped me with the, with the, getting the pallet on the back. No, there was. I felt like I was the only customer in the shop. Yet when I went back that time to pick up the pallet, it was really busy. But everybody moving through the queue. Nobody. Um, 
nobody kicking off or nobody looking really, yeah, because they were chatting to everybody and had real interest in what everybody was doing. And and he and he felt, but even even that case, when he dealt with me, I felt like I was the only customer. And he spoke to me and he said, right, what? And he said, what kind of plant are you building? And I told him why and all the reasons. He said, right, okay, this is probably the best palette for you. Um, and I, he said, I said, I'm not sure if I can get it in the car. And he said, I'll give you a hand and put it in the car. We might only manage one at a time. Um, and he said, but come back anytime. They'll always be there, this stack. And he said, this is the stack you want, not these not these over here. Um, and he, could, I mean, he couldn't have spent more time with me, really, apart from me going, going and building the planter for me. Um, but he gave me loads and loads of tips of what to do and stuff. And then I've been back ever since, and I won't go anywhere else again. And it's just because they treat you like, well, you, you, they, they they treat everyone, I've noticed, have been treated like they are the only customer in the shop. Yet there's only two of them. And that's the other thing, because the previous garden centre I went to, there'd be times when you'd wait, be waiting for someone to serve. And there's hundreds of them all around. There's, they're watering this and doing that. And it's no bigger. But you sort of think, I want a bell to ring and say, come on, serve me. But... And and I just took that as a as kind of a standard thing for a garden centre, but obviously not because their the priority in this place is that the brother and sister, uh, they will serve the customers. That's their priority, you know. No no job too big, no no job too long. They'll um they'll they'll, they'll give what the customer needs. Maybe recommend some stuff if there if there isn't, and that's another thing. I, no, I don't think there's any conscious upselling. But there is an upsell. You know, you say you're on a pot and growing row. Oh, well, yeah, there's some there's some good rose fertilizer there that you might be on using. There's some miracle grow stuff or whatever they you know, special stuff. So all of a sudden they're adding to the sale without even well, I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's that's the thing they do, but they just automatically say, and if somebody says, No, I don't need that for the moment, that's fine, yeah, no problems at all. But it's really done well and I, I, since then, I've spoken to pe- loads of people about the, the uh, about the place, and there's one guy in particular who I know. Uh, I've, I've been sort of friendly with him for about I don't know seven years or so, and he used to have a gardening business himself. He used to actually go around and landscape garden places, and he was telling me about them. And he said, um, and they've got they have got uh, they've got quite a lot of land anyway. And I said, it's you know, first of all, I thought they weren't doing too well. He said, oh, they're <laughs> He's not minted, uh, but he said that they are, that that business has been going for years, and the customers there are really loyal because they look after them, and that's what came to me to write the the the, the poster, the blog I wrote about customer service being a marketing tool, because I've gone back and I have, I've given them refer. I've only been there four times now, and I reckon I've given them twelve, thirteen referrals. Never have I given any of the other places a referral. And that yeah, and that and I was looking the other day, and and I haven't even I haven't found it yet to see if they had a Facebook page or something where I could leave a referral as well, all that kind of stuff. I've never done that before, but I was so bowled away by how well they treated me, and um, and and I and I, having been back and I've seen people there who weren't decided about colours, they wanted to obviously some decorative decorative pebbles and that kind of stuff in the garden. And he was out there showing them, yeah, well, this one's okay, but it, it discolors quickly, but you'd pack this one would be better. And what colors have you got already? And just kind of matching them. No garden center I've ever heard of does that kind of stuff. Either. 
I was, and and I, I was really blown away by the whole thing. And, you know, it's a it's a pretty boring, well, it depends if you're a really big gardener, but it's not a fantastic business, you know, but from a point of view, it's not exceptional. They do everything standard um, and do a few bit, and other bits and pieces, but they're obviously doing well to be able to stock all that stuff because otherwise they wouldn't be able to have it, you know? No, it's, it's it's just fascinating. Obviously, like this this story that that you've just run through, like you've run through with me with with me already. You know, covering it, and I could tell yeah. how like, passionate you were about it then. Yeah, and like you're still as passionate about it now. And and it is just that thing, isn't it? It's just like you're blown away. You're just like they, they went out of their way to help me. Absolutely. They, they, did this, yeah. they, they did that, and and the experience that I got from it was, was awesome. But the best thing is, is like you talking then. I've got like a page of notes. <laughs> I'm, I'm just writing yeah. stuff down as you're talking i'm just like that relates to that that relates to this and, and all this yeah. kind of stuff. when you yeah. talk about the customer uh yeah the, the customer service and I, I said to you it's like um like like the customer journey that, that yeah. people have in business and that because quite rightly like like you're saying is that um i don't think you mentioned on this podcast but you, you mentioned it before to me where you said a, a lot of people they kind of look at going right marketing sales mm. fulfillment yeah service yeah and, and it's yeah. like really you know customer service flows throughout all because, the way through yeah and and how many times are we kind of like said about stuff as well where it's like you can do something that doesn't result in business today but it will yeah. result in business later down the line you yeah. know where, where people will recommend you later down the line or people will come back to you and yeah stuff like that just because you did something that they remember yeah you know? and and, and and the interesting point you make there is true because like the pots the pots were having I mean, a couple of quid they're they're nothing so the business he got from me initially was was nothing and and the pallets were free so you could say well that wasn't a very good business decision but i went back the following day for just a pallet nothing else but my 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 missus was had been away over in poland visiting her yeah her part of the family and she came back and and i told her about the garden center she's then she spent a fortune on plants so Third visit, they suddenly get a lot of return on wow. their on their investment. Wow, wow, wow! Mate, that that's a, a gem right there. Mm. Because yeah, I, yeah. I think a, a lot of people aren't there are kind of trying to go in with the, with the killer deal with the offer, trying to convert mm. people now, come into whatever service we have, and it's x amount of thousands. When you know all you need is just that drip, and then yeah. people will yeah. be you know that they've had the that they've had that taste, you know they're yeah. happy that they they want some more and stuff like that. You know you can get them in but that that right there mate is definitely it we've spoke before about lifetime value yeah and, that's right and that there is just a, a short period of lifetime value is that you, yeah. you you spend like you said you, you can spend a tenner you know that that shop can make five pound off of that you mm. know it, it's not, nothing kind of major but then you going back there your family going back there friends going back there just neighbors and stuff like that, that you've you've recommended this place to also yeah. turned into hundreds of pounds and that's just exactly. the space yeah. of a fortnight or so and the ripples and, and the ripples come from the fact that they would just had all the time in the world and not just for me because i was new but everybody i saw so people must and I, and again this guy who i said who knew he said he said it's a brilliant place he says absolutely mm. fantastic <laughs> and he'd never mentioned it to me before but i i guess that's because he didn't really realize that i was into gardening that much which i never used to be but i'm just getting more and more into it really but it was really interesting that i'm i'm, I'm not into gardening stuff like that. my missus is and everything but but even you talking i'm like i want to go to this place 
Mm. <laughs> and it's just I've got, I've got no need to go there or anything but I'm like yeah I want to go to this place it makes sense to to go check it out right I mean I'm, I'm yeah. like, I, I might pick up something that I want but I said about making some notes right and I think so, so many things to run through there I think let's kind of go, go through it in the way that I kind of uh, wrote stuff out first off what was the guy losing interest mm. said, yeah I know so, so you've gone to a place I like, check this out as well right you've gone to a place that, that you've been to before numerous oh times. loads of times yeah right spent lots of money there right yeah, yeah yeah you could probably say you were loyal to that place because you keep going back there and stuff like that right mm. you're never going to spend another penny in there unless you have to no right and and all that happened there was that you got a better experience somewhere else yeah that's right and and and, and that's what is quite interesting because when i was thinking about writing i, I came home and i thought i've got to write about this because this is this is really um, amazing and there was nothing that that garden sent. I could have easily not gone to the other one, mm-hmm. gone back home and thought, oh, I'll go on the internet, get some pots. And then I would be going back to that original garden centre again. But it's just because, he, I suppose you could say, he put that little sand bite in, in, into my ear. But he, but the way he said, nah, you'll be lucky, mate, I've gone on the internet or something. You know? And I thought, no, come on. that I don't believe that. And like for me, for me as well, like a couple of things. Like for one, like you said about they use these pots anyway. Yeah, like, so they probably got a ton of them laying around that they could they have did. did the same thing as the guy with the pallets and just said, "Listen, mate, we we don't sell them, but if you just need like four or five or something, we can sort you some out." Yeah, right. Yeah. That you would have been happy. You would have, you know, you yeah, no. some other stuff while you were there, and then you would have been back there next week. You know. Yeah was that but the big thing is from what you said as well is like you just kind of lost interest right so mm. he didn't follow through with trying to provide you with the best outcome no or trying to make sure that you were happy at the end of that conversation right even yeah. if you went around and just been like well I, you know i guess i gotta go somewhere else right at least the, it, at least it's ended but like yeah. you said you could tell that he just wasn't interested and you see that a lot i've, I've definitely seen that a lot over the years where that we, we've seen that networking is especially someone will be talking to someone they realize that they're not interested in what they're trying to sell and it just goes flat it goes down yeah. and yeah. move on then to speak to someone else yeah it's like that person may become a customer in three months time because of this conversation they remember and stuff like that but you've just lost it because you've just you know it, and, and another thing that you kind of picked up on you feeling like the only customer there at that the yeah, second place. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Like whenever you're talking to one person, like they're the only person that matters. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know, and it's like um when you when you go into this other place, just that thing of people saying, Yeah, okay, what is it you want? Don't worry about the line there. I, I will help you and, and stuff like that. It's just so much and I think in, in marketing, I think the way that we've kind of gone, you know, the, the whole kind of online world and, and stuff like that. We've lost that personal touch a bit in the marketing mm. because we we can we broadcast to a list, we broadcast to an audience, but we forget that on on the other end, it's just one person watching. Just so like one person, yeah. With this, this podcast, like it's just it's just one person listening. So even at the start, when I'm like, people are listening from all around the world, it's like maybe it should be look wherever you're listening from. We want to hear from you. And yes, it's like, that kind of wording, right? Where it's just like you know, we it's only ever one person who's watching a video at a time. You know, one person listening to a podcast at a time. Like, you know, when if someone's listening to this podcast, watching it on YouTube, they're probably on their own. You know, or like they're walking mm. the dog or something like that, listening, driving along. That they're, they're listening to this. You're the only person here. You matter to us. 
you know, yeah, we love you, and it's like we. I think a lot of people lose that within their, their their kind of marketing, and I think this happens a lot as well when a business grows, and and it starts getting to kind of different stages, and it brings in staff, and it starts plugging staff into places, and they're not as passionate, they're not as interested, they're just trying to make the sale, they're trying to move people along, they they want the boxes ticked, mm. they're not interested then. Mm. getting what's, yes. what's best for the customer you know and we, we've spoke about this before haven't we i know it's always been a bit of my pet hate in the whole kind of marketing world where what what end whatever any kind of agency or salesperson or something like that is selling is what you need you know right yeah now, exactly what you need yeah. it's never working out like what exactly do you need you know yeah, you don't cool. need this right now you could probably go with that I was, I was speaking to um a consultant client last week and we're talking about different kind of systems and i was like you don't need to spend all that money on it because mm. you can just get this free version over here. You can use that, test it, make it work, and then you can look at if it makes sense to you know go and purchase that. It's like you know you will get a lot of people that no, you need this CRM that, that we offer and you get this X amount a month, and if you need so many users as this, and it's like that they're forced that on someone, yeah, without them even listening to the the problem and trying to diagnose it because they're not interested in helping the customer; they're interested in making the sale. So that part on like losing interest to me is just like massive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and, and it is. And and that is how I felt as well, yeah, because the, the conversation trailed off. And then he said, oh, you maybe, you know, perhaps you can go on the internet or something or try that one up the road. But yeah, I don't. And and, and as the way you said it, it was this dismissive, you know, that was kind of, that was his last bit of interest in input, you know. And then he went on to serve someone, I don't think he, because I didn't have anything to buy particularly, but yeah, I just think he just wanted to move on. And 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 when he said, nah, he, not a chance, he might have gone on the internet, I thought, what do you mean not a chance? There's got to be a chance. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like that being treated like you're a little bit dim. Mm. You know, it's it's that uh, someone someone tells you something, you think, no, really? Can't believe that, you know? And it's and unless they back it up with a fact or or something, because um, I knew it, I could see this guy had about 10, 10 of these spare pots that were stacked up uh, the, of the grow pots because obviously they were going to be used for something else. But like you said, he could have said, "Look, don't normally, but I tell you what, how many do you need?" Uh, and then he could have fished me out at least some to get on mic to say, "I can't give you the whole all the ones you need, but here's some." But he just yeah, not interested at all. So I did. I felt. A, a bit deflated, and I thought, well, I'll go back. And I was just, go I was going to go home on the internet, and I thought, well, this this place is on the way home anyway. So I thought, well, I'll pop in and just see. And even when I was discouraged and I saw the car park was a bit empty, I thought, oh, well, I'm here now. So I may as well um, make, make, may as well, yeah, make, the, make the most of it. And, and then seeing the pallets, that was kind of a, ooh, that was interesting. Because that wasn't even on my mind at the point, at the time, but. I just, um, I just just wrote, wrote another note down there, right? And I was, was going to wait until the end, but we'll, we'll come on to it now. That there, like, just give it a go. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, how many people, uh, I'm waiting for this, or I've got to wait for that, or, you know, uh, I won't phone that person now because, you know, they're probably busy in the morning. You know, oh, it's lunchtime now. You know, uh, I'll, I'll wait until this afternoon. Oh, they're probably thinking about going home now. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow, yeah. You know, and, it, and it's that kind of thing where, like you say, you go you go somewhere and you're like, right, I'm, I'm going to go in and speak to this person, and then you don't go in and do it for, for whatever reason. Yeah. It's like that. It, the podcast episode last time that we did, you know, I know what to do, so why don't I do it? It's yeah, just, exactly. It's just, look, just take the action, just go and do it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, what's the best that can happen? 
the compound effect. Wow, you know, mm-hmm. stuff can really come from that. Now, what, one part that you mentioned that I was just like, there's so many stories around this. This would be another blog for you, right? <laughs> you mentioned about the the uh, planting pots, the growing pots. Yeah. Right? You grow a tree to a certain size. Yeah. It outgrows that pot, right? You have to take it, you have to put it into another pot. This is just business growing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we talk yeah. about there being different levels in business and even like different levels in people as they kind of grow their, their knowledge and experience and stuff like that. And they can take on more. But just that thing of putting it into a different pot so it can expand, it can grow and stuff like that. How many people do we know that they get caught up staying where they are? They, they, you yeah. know, they, they don't take that leap of faith or they, they don't look at going, how can I get more knowledge or experience on this? How can I trust this person to help me on that? How can I take on extra staff or whatever it is and, and look to grow? And then the flip side as well is that you take that tree out of the small pot you put into the big pot, right? It has to grow. Mm. Yeah. It has to fill into that pot. It will grow yeah. to fill into that pot. It will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's interesting. Yeah, it's just you talk about that then because it, it's it's interesting on a coaching front as well. Because again, when you have a I mean I grow I grow I deliberately because I'm fascinated in seeing things grow, I'll deliberately grow trees from a seed so for example acorn i'll find an acorn and i'll plant it and i'll see, and i'll see if i can get a, an oak tree to grow i'll i'll be eating an orange for example i think i'll take the pips and i'll plant them to see if i can grow an orange tree and in a lot of cases i'm quite successful with with just giving it again giving it a go but when you when when something is tiny and just coming up you've got to give it a lot of care and because I'm interested in seeing them grow, I'll give it a lot of care and all the rest of it. And then they get to the stage where you think, well, I could take this out, out of this little, very small thing and put it into a pot. And all the time, you kind of, that nurturing journey, the customer, the customer journey, or the, you're, you're, you're coaching that business, that tree, if you like, to be bigger and stronger and make sure it's got the right stuff and the right feed necessarily, although I'm not a great one for, for, for doing all that stuff. But you're moving to a pot eventually, and it's the point where you can say, right, I've got to find some land now somewhere because I can't, I'm not allowed to plant any more trees in our garden because it's like a forest. <laughs> so I, I've, I've not got to find places where I can plant these things. But find somewhere where I can say, can I plant my tree here? Yes. And by then it's like two foot tall. It's growing. It's, it's, it's kind of established. So make sure you stake it and, grow it and plant it wherever it's going to be in a school or something. And then you can kind of let it go to, to a certain extent. Mate, that, um, that part there, massive, right? No. The danger in skipping the pots. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a good one. The danger in skipping the pots. Imagine imagine you take it, as soon as it gets to that first pot, you go, right, I'm going to go and put it in the ground now. It's, it's going to die. It's going to fail, right? It's going to be blown yeah. by the wind, all that kind of stuff. How many times we see it with people that they want to skip steps? Yeah, yeah. They, they want to push on through. They want to get to that. Oh, yeah, I want to be doing this. I want to be doing that. But it's like there's no fundamental. There's no um, foundations in place. There's no concrete kind of step for you. Yeah, yeah, from. yeah, yeah. You know, they have to do that. And it's like that that part there, that's the important of not skipping the steps, right? Is like if you skip the pots, you're just going to end up with a tree that is going to blow down at the next kind of, you know, storm that we have. And it's like, yeah. that's what happens a lot of time. Like the house of cards business will kind of grow. And it's like, there's, there's no substance there for it. To yeah. build. And it, it is, it's unsexy. Like to say it takes time. I know. And, and stuff like that. Cause yeah. people don't want it, but it's like the, the longer you can take building, 
the, the stronger it is, the better it is, the more you get from it, the, the longer term gains that you can get from it. And it's like, that doesn't mean that we don't want to make any money right now. We don't want a decent business right now. We want to do that. But it's like, we don't need to skip steps. We don't need to push through those steps. It's like, let's, let's grow like a tree. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, nurture it into grow into that, that big oak tree, right? That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like that yeah. big oak tree started from a seed. Yeah. And, and yeah, and that isn't that really true is that it is that when people start a business, I mean, we're talking here about growth, growing, growing stuff from seed. So we're talking about start business startups. People just think they're going to be able to start a business idea and a wow is going to take off. And you don't realize this. There's two, there's two thoughts about businesses. You can start your own business and know it's going to be hard work. It's going to take time and a lot of care. Or you can maybe buy someone else's tree. You can go and buy a business that is existing. But don't be fooled that that isn't going to take time and that isn't going to take a lot of care. And you can't just buy it and say, oh, that's it. Right, I've got business now. Because the reason that business is being sold, one of the reasons could be that it's beginning to fail. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's going in, and it's coming in at a, at a reasonable price to buy because um, it's an ailing business. So you've got to be aware of thinking, right? Okay, what's wrong with it first? And there's all sorts of things like checking balance sheets and all this kind of stuff to make sure it's viable. And then the other kind of side where where the existing owners are retiring maybe and and, and want to move on, but then that you're probably going to take on a business with a with a workforce that were loyal to those people who are moving on and you come in as a total stranger and they're going to say, mm, hang on, this is change. People don't I mean, like change. Yeah. I was going to say, you start making some changes there as well and the pushback comes. And, and oh, yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That, that thing on buying businesses, it's a big trend right now. Right? There's, there's yeah. lots of people uh, pushing that, you know, um, and it, look, it's, it's not a bad strategy. I mean, how many businesses grow with acquisition? Quite a lot. But I think what, what's being done now is people are saying, look, just average person go and buy a business and it's already created, right? It's, it's money from day one. And, and it brings on, on to my next point as well. It's about having knowledge on, on a product, service or industry. It's like, if you're just going and buying a business and you don't have any knowledge or anything on it, yeah, yeah. You, you're going to have those mistakes that you're going to hit and everything like that. It's an expensive mistake then to be making because the business yeah, is already kind of operating and stuff like that. It's like learning the mistakes to begin with. And then once you're knowledgeable and experienced and stuff like that, yeah, you could buy a business to just go and plug yourself into or plug into your business. But this this gentleman who was in the shop, like you said, his his product knowledge was, was second to none, right? He obviously had a passion about it. How many times have you seen it where people are passionate about what they offer or passionate about a hobby or something like that, and they could just talk all day about it? Yeah, yeah. It, it was, um, this guy seems to know everything about everything. I mean, to be, I think, he had to be in his seventies, so both of them—they're they're quite on, getting on. They both have to be in their seventies, but obviously that's what they've been doing all their lives. And so the amount of experience and the amount of knowledge and stuff they had, which was no problem on passing on. In fact, you could see he was really loving talking about it and passing on. Oh yeah, I'm growing these, growing these trees, and this is what you need. Be, you know, make sure the soil's right because these ones like a bit partial shade. This one loves the sun to get it out in a sunny spot, all that kind of stuff. And it's all about the growing st- stuff as well. But when it came to the pallets and the, and the planters and, and, and just, uh, you know, advising on the different types of pallet. Yeah, we don't want this. We want to make sure that the plant is built this way so that um, so that the, there's no chemical involved and the, you get the right paint. But if you're going to put if you're going to paint it, which 
um, my wife has, <clears throat> get the right paint and make sure there's no chemical in it. And just all that stuff, which I didn't ask for. And some people say, oh, you don't have to tell me all about what to do. But it wasn't it wasn't done. Like I know a lot of women complain when they go to garage, for example, because they've got a they've got a problem with their car is that the the mechanic talks down to them. Mm. And a, a lot of women come back and say that. And I think sometimes they do it with blokes as well. Um, but there was at no time was this guy was this guy talking down to me, or I didn't feel that at all. It was just put. It was just yeah. This is my experience. Let me help you out, as that, opposed to let me tell it? you what I'm going to do. Let, 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 let me help you. Yeah, make the decision that you want yeah. to make by giving you all the information that yeah. that will educate you to do that, and and that. That to me is another thing. Like you said about there, there wasn't like an upsell. Maybe there was, and you didn't quite quite grasp it. For me, it comes back to that thing that that we spoke a, a while um, ago about is that it is allowing the customer to get the best from the experience. So yeah. even if that means that you have to sell them more and stuff like that to get a better experience, you're not just selling to them. You're actually helping them get a, a better or faster experience. Yeah, from what, is the, from what is that you're doing? You know, you could. You know, take something and, and go and do it and not work quite well. You could have took the wrong palette. You know, you could have just said, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Palette, you know, just say, for instance, that palette were, was a, a cost, right? So just imagine it was, imagine one palette was £10, the other one was £20, right? Now, you, you'll get some pots, whatever you say about the palette. Is it, yeah, you know, you could buy them. You say, well, I want the £10 ones because, you know, they're cheap, they're only going in the garden and stuff. He could be like, yeah, go and buy the £10 ones. You know, it's, it's, I'm making money from it. I don't care. But he could have then turned around and said, look, I don't, the other ones are more expensive, but the reason they're more expensive is X, Y, Z. They're going to last longer. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Straight away, he's giving you a better experience because you just say, like, I'm, I'm going to buy three times the pallets over the expensive ones in, in the space of however long. But yeah. you know, if I go and buy the expensive ones now, then it's better for me. And that, that thing that we said about before, about if you imagine someone going camping and they just want a tent. And then you tell them, look, okay, you actually need a bigger tent. You need the sleeping bag. You need the stove. You need a torch. You need this. You need that. Because if you don't have it, it, it your time's going to be pretty rotten. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It, and it is that thing. And, and it, to me, it is passion. And, and again, I think this is where a lot of businesses make a mistake as they grow and they just bring people in. You know, we, we've had it where we spoke before. It's about networking groups and there'll be a company and they just plug someone in. And that person's yeah. not interested in a relationship. They're not interested in in helping you make a decision or anything like that. They, they just want to tick a box and be like, yeah, I went to that. You know, yeah, I, exactly. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've lost count, actually, of the amount of businesses that I've worked with over the years where they've had staff who have gone and done some networking groups and they will say, oh, yeah, nothing comes from that. And yeah. it's like, why, why doesn't it come from it? If the owner, when they did it, stuff came from it, and now that from the staff it doesn't, what's missing? Yeah, and that, uh, uh, you're absolutely right because, I mean, um, there's 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 two things there, isn't there? First of all, the employee the employee of that company is doing it because he's been asked to do it. <clears throat> so go you know go and represent this company in the the network. So they come out with a very trite you know their little speech. This is what we do, da 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 da. And you can tell all the way there through. They say, come on, buy 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 from us, buy from us. That the the message you're always getting is not how can I help you. It's buying. There's a totally different message, because then they they are not they're not a business owner. They're they're an employee, and it's a different. They it, they they are different. And then the other thing is, and and I this is I'm guilty of this, but I must admit with network meetings, is that I think 
but they're not the decision maker. So I can't really form a relationship with them because that, I'm not forming a relationship with the decision maker. So if that person, if that put just so that employee was interested in what I had to sell, great. But then there's a third party that's then got to tell the person who could make the decisions. And so it's lost in Chinese whispers. And in, in networking events, for them to be really effective, you've got to be talking to the people that you need to. Most salesmen say, isn't it? Are you talking to the right person? It's the same with the network meeting. Am I talking to the right person? And no disrespect to employees, but I've I've been in network meetings where um, I've been speaking to, um, originally I was speaking to the owner uh, and we had quite a good relationship. And then the company got, the company grew so much that then he was sending employees. So I didn't see the owner for about 18 months. So any relationship with God, mm-hmm. I mean, partly my fault because I should have kept in touch, but he was always just too busy. And then the employees who came in had totally different interests and really were there because they were just told to be there. So any relationship with that company that I had kind of just diminished and, I, and over a time became worthless. And and that, that's the, the compound effect, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, and it's a it's a negative compound effect, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, that it just over time that distance. And man, I totally agree. I, I was thinking the, the other day actually, like, so many people that I used to know on the whole kind of networking scene, I don't don't talk with anymore. And I'm like, I've got to yeah. make an effort to get back into to talk with those people. You know, I don't do the networking anymore and stuff like that. But it's like, yeah. you know, still be, had some great relationships and great people, and you know, it'd be good to kind of you know get back in touch with them and stuff like that. And um, from that as well, I think, you know, like you said, we're not, not knocking employees and stuff like that. I think sometimes they get a disservice by the employers that they just kind of chuck them in. I speak as working with, with a company, you know, the other month and that, and the company's really good. Um, but this uh, person I was working with on some training, we were talking about um, some marketing stuff. We we're talking about, you know, um, some posting and some blogs and stuff like that. And um, they, they were all good on that kind of point of what they do when i got into the sell side and i was like what can we do for the sell side he said well I, I don't really know what we do here and it was just like and it was like again like not knocking them because they're very good at what they do within their kind of space but they they've now been tasked with something that they're not fully even like yeah so what i'm looking for like like the the, the comprehension isn't there yeah. of like yeah. you know what the business is, is doing and yeah. it's like it, it, it's so, somewhere there, there's a, a breakdown you know, and it's like, and 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 that there, like I said, that's on a, on a company that is doing very well. You know, and and you know the whole kind of customer service side very well. But even for their employees, they could now take that employee and put them into someone like a networking group, and it just wouldn't work because they don't know what they do and stuff like that. It's yeah, pretty interesting stuff, mate. But um, yeah, I think looking at the time, I think we've got plenty of time to run through um, a few other parts. So another part, like you said, there was give value. Like regard other than give value regardless. So, like you said, the, the guy at the first place, look, you know, dismissive, you know, didn't really care and stuff like that. He could he could have easily turned around and said, Do you know what? You know, th- there's a different kind of pot that we recommend. You know, here, here's the web address to go and get them. This is where we get them from, or, or something yeah. like that, right? It, you know, anything really. But like when when you've gone to the other place and like you said, you you've just purchased some some pots or whatever, you know, the guy's looking to give more value. And, and stuff like that. Now he doesn't know if you're going to come back again. No, you know, no. but he's given the value regardless. You know, you've asked about the pallets. He give you his opinion then and stuff like that. You, you remember it. So even if you're six months down the line, 
right? And you're talking to someone and so I need to do such and such. Straight away, you're going to say, do you know what? Eric, whatever his name is, I've yeah. such and such, right? That he's the man to speak with. You know, he, mm. he needs to... And again, look, marketing tactics, I think sometimes people miss that, you know, where it, they're trying to sell to that person or they're trying to convince that person to buy. But that person could send five people your way just from you helping yeah. them you know, overcome an issue or something like that. They may not have a need for your service or something, but just by your expertise, your knowledge, you can give them the right kind of, you know, um, I was going to say remedy. I don't know why, but you could give them the answers, what it is that they're yeah. looking for. They will remember that. Yeah. And you, it's, you it's, something, it's something that we've talked about time and time again on the different podcasts is that don't think about make, making a sale in monetary value, but think about the value you can give. Because the value, it, everything starts with the value you give. And if people perceive, like I did, and and, and many other different and, and different, different situations, if people see the value you give for free, or as much value as you give, they're going to think, wow, that's, I, I, I am going to come back. Because the price, the, the price doesn't matter. The price is kind of like number five or six on a buying list of seven or eight points. And if you go to like a garden center, you go to uh, all the, I mean, the stuff that we do to a certain, certain extent, most of it can be done by other companies. They can replicate what we do to a certain extent. Um, but the garden centers, uh, this guy had a extra bits and bobs, but the two garden centers were intrinsically the same. So what do you, how do you stand out? Value. It's the value that makes you stand out. It's the, it's the, again, this is what we said at the very beginning. It's customer service being used as a marketing tool. It's the value was the customer service they gave. And it's all very trite for people to say, oh, well, we give great customer service, and that's why we stand out above this one. You say, yeah, okay, Is that really? does that really make you stand out? But when you can see it in action, they can <clears> – I mean, if you see – when they talk about customer service, I get the – I, I – I guess the guy, if, if you got him on the, in a room and talked to him about it, he would be quite passionate about the fact that he wants everybody to to get what they want from his garden centre. And because of that passion, he's good at his customer service. So when you go into a network meeting and he said, yeah, we're what sets us apart is our, you, you probably use different words, but the customer service, we make sure we do this and we make sure we do that. And, we, and all of a sudden you realise that, yeah, customer service is their thing. It's not just a a sentence that we give great customer service that, you know, everybody does that or thinks they do it, but how do you really give it? And, you know, and there was just like one thing, as you've noted down there, like one thing after another, after another, and, sort of, and I came away thinking, wow. And that's what causes you to feel blown away, not just one thing, mm. but then it's backed up something else and something else. So by the time it comes, you, you uh, by the time I left, I was, oh, yeah, right, okay, I'm, I'm back back tomorrow i'm going to pick up a pallet and i'm going to take the seat out on the baby seat and i'm going to get the seats down and i know i can get one in and and it was just i i was really really positive about i was going to get a pallet a pallet and i think beforehand i was negative thinking oh, i'm not sure it's going to fit in the back of this car whereas i left on a totally different because he i think he said he said what car have you got and i said oh you know see it arona and he said, oh, yeah, I reckon we could probably get it in there. I said, he, he knows the guy just about. Might have to tilt it around a little bit, but we can do it. So, again, he added to that to make me think, yeah, okay, it's it's doable. 
oh man, that's that story there. I'm just like that, that thing of like you said, you became positive. Like for me, I as you before you said that, I'm like you become motivated to actually do the the job. That, that was it. Yeah, it's something that you're yeah. putting off, right? But how many times have we spoke about this, right? That you can be in that situation where you just ah, oh, I've been putting off that, putting off this, yeah, or whatever, right? And it becomes yeah. a big monster. It's that whole going to eat that frog kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. like as soon as you as soon as you took a step, as soon as you started building that momentum to actually do something about it, and then it compounded. You've got that motivation mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, I want to do this now. And then, like you said, you, you've gone and got it. You've started building. You've done all this kind of stuff with it, right? Mm-hmm. All that's happened is you just take an action. And it all starts to form. But so many people wait until it's like the perfect moment. Oh, yeah. Something like yeah. that before they actually start taking steps. And then it, it's, it's that. And it, it's the people on the journey with you, you know. I mean, we we talk about this a bit with the kind of coaching that we do and aspirations and, and accountability. All the trainings there, everything like that for people to kind of follow for marketing and sales systems and all this kind of stuff. But for some reason, people just stop from doing it themselves, right? So mm. that's why we we have the accountability and stuff like that. It's really interesting. I can remember listening to something a couple of weeks ago, uh, and it was talking about someone who was in a mastermind that that was put on by Russell Brunson, the the whole kind of uh, ClickFunnels guy. He's got the books, so got the books behind me. Some of my expert secrets and dot secrets, yeah, yeah, and, stuff like yeah. That. and what they said was, uh, someone was asking them, "Well, what do they actually teach in these masterminds?" And they say, "Well, just the stuff that's in the books." It's like, well, why don't you just get the books? And that? it's like, well, we read the books and stuff, but like. What happens is within the mastermind is that you bounce around ideas off of people. You know, you've got someone telling you you can do it and they're looking at your business and, and how it can work best. And then you can network with other people and stuff like that. And I'm just like, th- that's what we say. Mm. We, what we do. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's just having someone on your side that says, look, you can do it. It just depends how you want to do it. You yeah. Know, we can yeah. tell you the best way and stuff like that, all the mistakes to avoid and everything like that. And that, that to me is is just like, it's just been in the right environment. So like you said, you know, kind of looking at some some pots for growing, got to get around to building this kind of thing. All of a sudden now, you're around the right person. They're yeah. motivating you. You're like, I can't wait to do this. I'm going to be back next yeah. week to buy some more stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just that that compound effect, that momentum spiral we mentioned, you know, just gets bigger and bigger. I think that, that's awesome. That, that's amazing. Um, yeah. And, and again, uh, I think coming back to that kind of... Um, uh, loyalty that you said about i mean that, that thing there isn't it is that you you now become loyal yeah you're always yeah, yeah. going to go back there and stuff like that that lifetime value that there what does it cost them it hasn't cost them anything no that's except thing, for that's... just okay like i'm going to spend some time to treat this this customer like my only customer yeah you know yeah. from that customer journey from the outset from them walking in not spending a penny with us before hmm you know, yeah, I know. And all that time through, I'm going to make sure that they they feel like a king or, or queen. Kind and of make sure. And 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 one one thing one thing I haven't mentioned, and one thing I did mention in the blog, and I, I this guy might have a particularly brilliant memory. I know I know a lot of people struggle with this, but when I came back the second time, the next day, now he'd obviously seen a lot of people, and I'm, yeah, I'm not, I don't stand out that much in the crowd. I'm not sort of like. You know, this person that they oh I know him I haven't got sort of especially in the garden center right you know, it, it's exactly retired a lot <laughs> yeah and and yeah he said ah the man who wants the pallet you're building a planter aren't you and I just thought wow he's taken the time to not only sort of speak to me but understand what I was doing and because he understood what I was doing he remembered it 
and it wasn't like a tip. So he remembered it because he understood. So he said, oh, the, yeah, the man looking for stuff for the planter, right, okay. And it makes you feel, well, it just elevates you, though, because all of a sudden people look at, oh, building a planter, <laughs> people looking how, around. But How many times have you you've seen it happen or you've experienced it yourself where you, you, you've paid for a service or you've sat down with someone and it, it's like an ongoing kind of service? And they're like, oh, where did we get to last month? Remind me, what what, what were we talking yeah. about? They're just like, I'm paying you. I'm paying you. Exactly. Like, you want to be the person yeah. that says, right, have you done this? So, you know, yeah. you know what's happening there? And it's like, it's that kind of stuff. It, it's just that attention to detail. Yeah. Where you just break yeah. it in and go, yeah, I remember that person and, and stuff like that. This is what they wanted. And like you said, I guess some people are better at that than others, but you've also got that opportunity to make some notes. And I mean, especially exactly. if you're doing stuff online, right? Like, you're doing digital stuff where, Maybe you're speaking to someone on the phone, you know, like we, we list this podcast, right? You, you were telling that story. Like I said, I've wrote down a load of different notes. Mm. Right? I, I could have not, not did that. And then it got to the end. I'm been like, yeah, that's a great story. Mark cheers. Like, you know, that, that could have been it. But now it's like, yeah, do I've taken so much from this, but that mm. could have easily been, yeah, do what they've got a dog called such and such. They've got children called this, their favorite place to go is that all this kind of stuff that when I speak to next time, how's the dog? How's the kids? You know, it's yeah. that kind of yeah. stuff. That I, I know that kind of stuff there, mate. But um, a big thing that you said about there is like referring people, right? And there is a difference between like forced referrals and genuine referrals. Referrals, mm. right? Oh, in, yeah, in, yeah. In networking groups where like you, you're meant to give referrals, and you, yeah. you can't find referrals, and it's like it's all kind of forced and stuff like that. You, you know, it's not just that natural kind of thing. Whereas when you do have a great experience, you know, whether that's you eating at a restaurant, you go somewhere, and you know. You said about the mechanics. Maybe you go to a mechanic, and it's just a great service. You you know you're going to recommend everyone to go there. Yeah. Why would you go somewhere else? You want to go there. It's you like, want to go there. And yeah. I think people can tell that it's a genuine yeah. referral as well. Where you say, "I've had such a great experience there. You should go and check that out." Yeah, and I think that that's absolutely true, isn't it? As, as you said when we started the call, that you you realised that I was passionate about it, and that's the difference, isn't it? Mm. When you've been treated well and you you're passionate to get the referral. If you're just giving a referral because someone says you've got to you've got to refer this person and we need to make some referrals here, you you give a kind of a lackluster, yeah, well, the, you know, you could try Joe up the road who fits carpets or something, you know. And there's nothing there. There's, you think, oh, he, you just know Joe then, don't you? That's really what it comes down to. But where if you say, like, Joe, he's absolutely brilliant. He came, he fit the road carpets, he did this, he was amazing. And all of a sudden they oh, right, I'll, I'll have a chat with Joe. Because there's a difference. There's a t- total difference, and and you only get that. You only you only feel to be able to put that across if you've actually experienced it and feel that good about it. And I think um, so that's when that's when people realise that the referrals become genuine as opposed to yeah forced. And and that's the thing. I think that spirals in such a way, and it, and it helps even more so. Like if you if you have a great relationship, you can do this in in like a B two B world as well. Like if you have a great relationship with your clients where you've given them a fantastic experience, mm-hmm. once you say to them, go and check out this person, they're going to do it because they they trust you. They, they mm-hmm. know everything that you're talking about and stuff like that is genuine. That when you recommend someone else, it, it makes sense for them to go. You know, so it starts off that whole kind of referral thing as well of, you know, giving your clients the best experience yeah. to them being able to pass that on. Yeah, and and not, not trying to blow my own trumpet, but I remember I actually ran a business network in Reading a long, long time ago because I had worked there for a while. Um, 
but that's another story there. But anyway, um, I was running this network and it was, um, I had about 20, 25 members. It's quite an, ex- quite an exclusive network. And I made sure I went around every business. And I was just the facilitator, really, when it comes down to it. They all did business with each other. But I made sure I went around every business to, like you said, make the notes of what's the strong points, what's the weak points. So, A, I could talk to them as a, although I wasn't a coach, I could talk to them about certain things. But if someone had something, a new member came in and they they needed something, they said, I, yeah, I really would like to talk to someone about this because I thought, right, okay, I can sit them on that table because I know that person does exactly what they want. And all of a sudden, it's not just uh, sit yourself down in a network room. It's kind of strategically placing people to say, I know you want this. And then you introduce them and say, here's so-and-so, this new member. This person is really wants to get more advice about this, wants to understand more about this. Can you help them out? And um, and, I, and I did that, I, I suppose, I'm going to ask this is ages ago. So I was quite new to to networking then. But I... I, I don't think it was a suggestion of anybody. I just thought I've got to know my members because <laughs> you know they they could just be anybody. So I, I and I took the time to go around them, and I think it really paid dividends, and it made the membership grow. Mm. And I got to about um, I think the, I, in about eighteen months we got up to something like eighty odd members, and it became massive. And it was um, a bit unwieldy then, but but I think because everyone just enjoyed it. And what we used to do was sit on tables, you know, around tables and. They were just talking to each other. And I, I was on a table, a different table every time, just listening to them all and listening to their stories. So, again, I could I could help out. But that was really, you know, businesses doing people with business. Businesses doing business with people on the table. No mm. presentations or anything. It wasn't anything like that at all. It was just straight. I, straight mate, I was just thinking then, you know, like a few years back, like I used to do this a lot and, and I haven't done it for for what i can remember anyway for for a while but just introducing people i feel like it doesn't happen enough you know where i used to do it with clients where i just be like i would send an email and i would just be like you know hey so and so hey hey so and so look you guys are both clients of mine i think there's some synergy there you might be able to do some business between each other or you might know um or you're going after the same client type anyway you might be able to introduce each other to different people have a chat Right. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's not taking anything from that. Like, there's no, there's no, right. there's no like commission. There's no like. Um, it's just a value. It's just a value, isn't it? It's, it's a, giving it's a value. value add, but it's, it, it was, it came from a place sort of being genuine, where it's just like I yeah. can see there's something there that you guys should should chat about. You know, yeah. and it's like for me, I think that doesn't happen enough. Where forget about just clients, just people you know, just just put them in touch with other people. And just yeah. give, you know, Definitely. you guys should have a chat because you might be able to help each other um mate, before we we look to wrap things up then just two more yeah, things on here right is um for, for our american listeners uh especially is that the, the riches are in the niches right mm-hmm. so like you're talking then uh, you said about the whole kind of garden center you probably think a garden center wouldn't make much money but it does it's like any, any business can make a lot of money right it, yeah. it's just, it, it is just having that right audience and stuff like that there's yeah. that whole thing of like a thousand true fans that's all you need yeah right. it could be a thousand you know true customers kind of thing and it's like that that right there yeah it's all it's like you said growing plants you know that that's all they do they're passionate about it though yeah, they're passionate yeah and it's yeah. like you can make a lot of money from that and that's i think that's such a big thing that i know we talk about it a lot that like you don't have to niche down 
you know, products you can niche, you know, products and services, being able to niche the business and stuff like that. But you can go all in on a niche and, and that niche doesn't have to be so narrow. It doesn't have to be that kind of inch wide, a, a mile deep. You can make a lot of money doing that. Of course you can, but it doesn't have to be that. You know, it can be a lot wider. And just with that, it is just in the gardening space. You know, it's just yeah. for gardeners. And and again, is is a, a local kind of thing as well. So they're just looking at it being, you know, in, in a local space. And, and the second part to that is, you know, it's a bit ironic because at the beginning I said about worldwide, you know, so many different listeners and stuff like that. How many amazing places are local to you that you don't know about? Like you said. Yeah, oh, yeah, really? yeah. You've never been there before. You drove past it to go oh. to the place you, you were going to. Yeah, I'd been driving past it. I lived, so I've lived here for about 10 years. And I've been going, I had been going to that original garden centre when I started to get into gardening for about five or six years. So for six years, I've been driving past that place every time. Never gone up. I, I clocked the sign, but never went up the long, because it had a long driveway. It wasn't on the roadside, so I'd never been up. So you could argue that that marketing wasn't brilliant, but it didn't matter. I don't think that's a big thing on on local business marketing. You know, we did a whole podcast on that where we said there's so many local businesses which are great, that just don't Mm. market themselves, don't let people know that they are there, or or that thing. Look, you know, the customer is spending money somewhere else. Mm. You want them not to spend with you. You have to let them know that you exist. Some people are getting a service somewhere that is just adequate. You know, it's yeah. just it, it, maybe they don't even like it, but it's the only place they think they can go to. You know, yeah. maybe they're scared of change. Maybe they, they want you to hold the hand a little bit, you know, to do it. You can convince them to do that. But I think both sides there, I think, you know, check out local places, you know, awesome. Yeah. You know, and if you're a local business, then definitely, look, you can get more customers just like yeah. just by doing the, just by going that extra mile. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I think we'll wrap, wrap things up on that one. But I think that kind of customer experience, customer journey, that whole kind of thing of look, you don't, you never know who's watching, who's listening, you know that kind of thing. Just always do the best, mm. it pay off, right? Yeah, that's that's right. I think put value first, and then you, I, I I don't think you can go wrong if you do that. Do it that way. Yeah, I love it. I think I just just end by saying, look, head over to strategyandconversions.com. Yeah. You know, check out the stuff we're doing there. We've got some great blogs. You know, got the information on the podcast there, and if you do want coaching or training and stuff, it's all there for you. Feel free to get in touch. Um, and until next time, look, we appreciate you listening. That one person listening right now to us, out walking the dog or whatever <laughs> you're doing. No, we love you. Keep listening. Yep. Keep sharing. Keep keep moving forward. That's the big thing, right? Just take yeah. action. Whatever it is you're working on, just take action. Yeah. Do it today, you know, yeah. And, and yeah, we'll catch you next time. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Arun. Thanks for watching. Okay. Cheers. <laughs>